Hey, everybody, this is Timothy Bennett here. This is Aaron Banyan. Jason Chandler. And welcome back to B&B Banter Bros Goes to the Movies, a online podcast about films. Uh, this episode, we're going to be diving into our third section of horror, our third week of horror. And then we're also going to be talking about the seventh episode, right? Seventh yeah. episode yeah. of Only Murders in the Building, the Hulu original series that you must check out if you have not already. Aaron, you know the name of this one? I don't, but I can look it up real quick. Sweet. So, yeah. I'm just curious because I really, really like this episode. It's my favorite. This episode was dope. Yeah, I have to agree. It's probably my favorite. Yeah. Like, it was really well done. But, uh, yeah, so let us dive into that. Aram, if you have the... This is episode seven of Only Murders in a Building. You have the title of the, in this, the, the episode. Yeah, there we go. I got it. The title is The Boy from 6B. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, synapsis? Yeah, read the synapsis for us. Oh, God, I wasn't prepared for that. Hold on. <laughs> synopsis. With the investigation scratching at a web of old crimes originating inside the building, a mysterious young man turns the tables to spy on Charles, Oliver, and Mabel. All right. That's it. <clears throat> Do you think that... That synapses does it no. good enough justice to describe this episode. It because it, it kind of seemed a little vague to me. Yeah. It, well, no, it's it's the actual plot of the episode, but there's so much nuance to this episode, it doesn't do it justice. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good yeah. Yeah, there's so much tension in this fucking shit by the way they shot it and uh, so yeah. Silenced who, it. who wants to reveal the big part of this episode? That's what I was just about to say. He's like, who wants the Say it. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, wow. Did not expect that. <laughs> the, big, the big reveal, it is from the perspective of the boy in 6B. It is uh, Nathan... Nathan Lane. Lane's uh, son. That's it's Dima. His what? Dima is Nathan Lane's character. Okay. And that character is Death. Has been, not Nathan Lane's character, no. but his boy. Yeah. His boy, His Dima. son, Theo, is Death. Theo. Theo. Jesus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Too many names. Yeah, I, th- I thought we were going by actor names, not characters. But you've stepped. <laughs> when it I can up remember the actor actual name, I say it. Yeah, so Theo is the boy of Dima, who's Nathan Lane. So yeah, um, he's deaf. He's the boy in, in BC. What is it? What was six, it? BC. Six B. BC. <laughs> it's been one of those nights. But the he's entire in Columbia. Epi- <laughs> the, the entire episode has no dialogue. I mean, besides sign language and subtitles, and, there, there is and one body line language. Of di- there's one line of dialogue at, at the, the very, very end, end of the yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, they. That, so it's a silent episode, yeah, essentially. Sub, yeah, subtitles and sign language is all you get. So, so basically, anytime that Theo is in the the the, the presence of the screen, he is you have you have, like get the muffled, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. sign of, of what what you would assume he hears as a deaf man and then anytime it's not him they're like when they're sneaking around and stuff like that there's just they're texting yeah and there's no no talking between them because they're trying to be sneaky you know? and, they're, and they're in places like a funeral home so yeah. where they have to be quiet either way and then uh there's some other places they're sneaking around it, it all makes sense why they're not talking to each other yep. keeping very very quiet when they're able to talk the one moment of laugh out loud sort of comedy to this episode is Martin Short and and Selena Gomez 
in the funeral home. Yep. They bring by the trolley of urns, and they're all leaning, and Mark Short miss, leans too far misspells. and falls out of his chair. So it's like one moment of like physical comedy in this episode that's really present. Mm. I did. Jason was trying to bring up the when they were texting and they were like across the room from each other in the funeral basement. Funeral, yeah, in the oh basement. yeah. And uh, and they're texting and it says uh, "gray robbers." <laughs> he says, "Are you having a heart stroke?" Yeah, yeah. Heart she has this weird look on her face. <laughs> like he's a gray <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> you having a stroke? And then the, my favorite part is when Theo uh, breaks the fourth wall in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. That he was just, he looks cool. at the camera and says, people w- talk way too fucking much. Because yep. they just assume, or they don't know anything about him, and they don't know he's deaf, or they just assume he can't read well, lips. Well, you meet him, you meet him earlier he on. He reads lips like a madman. What? You meet him earlier on in the series. He's in the, the apartment when Martin Short comes to see Nathan Lane about a loan. Yeah, but you don't know any of these details about him, I believe, right? You know he's deaf because Nathan Lane signs to him. He yeah, he signs okay. to him. He says, hide he, the hummus. He's got a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's just say. <laughs> but, yeah. But you learn more about the character in this yeah. episode. So he's he's just another one that, you know, we get to spend a day with. And uh, it was not what I expected, to be nope. honest. Like, I didn't I know what to expect from this character to begin with. But after this episode, I'm like, my God. It's, it's like, a very intriguing character. Yeah. Like, and, just the way he's painted in all facets. Like, he's very intriguing. Yeah, and I really enjoyed his backstory of, like, what happened that night during the murder yep. and how he was there. All of that stuff was just... I thought it was super well done. It was very entertaining and very, like... It kept me wanting more out of this. I was engrossed, yep. for and sure. And, like, I thought it was a very excellent way of bringing you know, some light onto the situation. And, yeah, yeah, telling that side of the fucking story. Getting the whole spectrum, the whole truth. Now, kinda. now here's, right. the, here's the thing. What happened that night, how do you feel about that whole death situation when you were when you were privy to what really happened? Do you feel like you can blame him? Do you feel like it's his fault? Do you feel like it's her fault? Because she was so tiny, she flew off in the wind. Right. Because in reality, it was a pure accident. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, the actual the actual incident was purely accidental. He's complicit in the fact that he helped his dad cover it up, but yeah, he's com- he's he yeah. was an accidental death. At, like, how, nothing- how did you feel about Nathan Lane's reaction to his son freaking out, and then the immediate calmness and immediate yeah, the immediate like, hey, I need to f- figure out what's wrong so I can fix it. It was almost way too like I've done this plenty of times. Before. Exactly, and it's just like, fuck, I hate rich people. Right, it, it really shined more light on Nathan Lane's character. Yeah, I mean, it definitely power. puts. It makes you understand how long he's been doing what they're doing, and how much it, like how much he's engrossed in that sort of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he's able to switch into like Be business confident. mode. Yeah, he can get, he's confident and he can get away with this no matter what the problem is. Yeah, because yeah. his three questions, he didn't even really know what had happened. Yeah, he just wanted to know those three questions. And yep. then he was going to figure it out no matter what the situation was. What, what was what, the three questions again? How bad is it? Are you responsible? Were there any witnesses? Yeah. That's, yeah. And that, sure that last one. That last yeah. one, yeah, would be definitely like, oh, is he going to whack somebody? And, the, be- <laughs> and right. the beauty of those three questions, he was serious. They were important and smart questions for in that moment in, uh, in, in power. 
But his response to his son and like those facial reactions to e between each question was just like, oh, it just added it, to the tension and the beauty yeah. and the intensity of this episode. It was yeah. way too calm and professional. It, that's was, what I mean. It was like, so he, he knows how to like switch into. Sorry, I mean to step over you. No, no. It, it, yeah, like you're saying, he like he just knows how to switch right into like okay. I can't, it's no longer like, it's like a mixture of dad mode and boss mode. Yeah. Like yep. mobster boss mode. Like, all right, here's dad. It's my son. Okay. Let's switch over to boss mode now. <laughs> it's it's kind of the way they play the old, like the mobster movies. Like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. how I felt. Yeah. Exactly like, what you said. Absolutely. I thought mobsters can, can be business. Like they're emotional. They care about their family. But the second it becomes business, it's business. Yep. And that's how I felt. Uh, and that's basically, I was going to ask you, how do you feel about that? Did you, did, how did you feel about his character now after which all of this? Uh, uh, um, Nathan Lane's character, Demos. Right? Demos? Dima. Dima. There you go. Dima. Yeah. <clears throat> I. Nathan's Lane, Nathan Lane's character is a little, a little more interesting. Um, his son is much more interesting now. Hell yeah. Because he's got a he's got an emotional kind of pivotal sort of like he can go one of two ways at this point. And it'd be interesting to see the which way they play him. Yeah, I I I think I I agree with you on that. Um Nathan Lane's very much more entertaining now, or I wanna say entertaining, but just more intriguing. Yeah. Um and, and I think that the boy he's just got I wanna see more of him. <laughs> like Nathan Lane's character is like kind of set in stone as it is, but Theo, like I say, he has he can he can move. He's got movement. Yeah, he can. So you don't know where he's going to grow gonna or yeah, develop. How, do, yeah, how do you feel about that? Do you feel the same way or yeah, yeah, yeah? We learned a lot about him, and yeah, I agree with everything Aaron said. And I'm curious to where they they take him. Now at this point, we've been revealed a lot. We've basically got everything under the sun but we were added a little bit more onto something else than just what the primary focus was so it went from there was a murder in their building it was a neighbor of theirs it was this tim kono guy they wanted to know what happened to him they've kind of pushed that aside in this not not like not steve martin and not selena gomez it was like the the, the way that the story is being told right they pushed yeah. all that aside now it's a primary focus of what happened to the girl to why nathan lane's character and theo are so important and now they've just picked up and kind of ran with this like i said almost like they're leaving tim kono situation yeah. in well, the dust well, because but it's not really the truth of all things to us the audience yep but he go for it Aaron. Uh, Tim Kono essentially at this point is in the overarching theme, he's collateral damage. Yeah. Like, so they're, they're trying to find out the bigger fish that, that caused it. Yeah. Is really the way it's going. Now, the only way that, he, oh, go for it. I, I'd even say that Chloe, the, the, the girl that died, isn't even like a factor other than the fact that the ring that he was looking for is the one she was wearing. Yeah. But she's not even really a factor right now into the whole thing. Like, they want to know what's up with Dima. Yep. And that's something else that I feel that we got 
uh, uh, we got that understanding what as an episode before then about Tim Kono and what he was trying to do. Right. And then now they've led it into this. So they've just given you the pieces of this guy, Tim Kono, was basically trying to stop or trying to expose yeah. Nathan Lane, but failed <laughs> in some shape right. or form. Now we're just now curious. We have an understand- now we have an understanding of why Tim died. Yep. So now they we're know just- who yeah, they know who killed him. Now they have to figure out what he's doing. Yep. And now we're just curious on what's what else is going to unfold. Like, yeah. we've said it before, man. It's like, this is a brilliantly written show. It's pulling every trope there is, but my God, is it? They're just, laying it out beautifully. Yeah, this is fantastic. <clears throat> so. I also, oh, sorry. Go for it. I was going to say, I also really enjoyed the interactions of Steve Martin and his new girl, his new lady friend. Yes. Of them, like, <laughs> them going on their date. And playing sexy Scrabble. With oh yeah, that was funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't even say anything then either. Yeah, yeah. it was them just putting tiles out <laughs> with the the innuendos. Was, was it? Yeah, something wood. There was yeah. wood, Woody. I thought at one point I think they were gonna put woof, but uh, there was like sexy, <laughs> yeah. uh, a couple other things. Yeah. So, other than the obvious of Theo and, and Nathan Lane, um. What are you more intrigued about with this episode? I was surprised when they they get thrown in the van at the end, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was yep. surprised they went to that extreme. Fucking A. Tied up and they're, yeah. Well, and that was the first part where I thought there could have been room for Theo to go one way or the other. Either he was going to tell his dad and let them go. Right. Or the the other way in which they ended up in the van tied up. So I thought yeah, that he's was too, he's too under the thumb of his father at this point. Yeah, I, you can tell the wheels are turning and considering these thoughts, but he's too yeah, he under hasn't the been pressure, too scared to make yet. what he hasn't been pushed far enough yet. Yeah, he's too scared to make that decision. And and you know it might not even be so much of scared. I mean, I well, you know. I'm sure that is, but... It, father figure, it, it scared. might also be the fact that he's been doing it too long, too. He's Ah, uh, in too deep. Yeah, he's in well, too deep. Because he's been and, doing it for, like, however long the, the situation was. 10 years? Well, at least 10 or 15 years. Yeah, so, like, he's but been even, doing it Oh, long yeah, time. Even yeah. Nathan Lane makes that mention of, he's like, you don't take care of me, I take care of you. Yeah. Yep. Like... So, like, Nathan Lane kind of... Wants to get a mobster's fucking threat. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't whack me, I whack you. No. I don't. That's not what he meant. But <laughs> yeah, he's lording over the fact that he covered up that that quote unquote murder. Yeah, like he covered it up for him. So he's he's lording it over his child at this point. Yeah, yeah, and and he really caved in really quickly when Nathan Lane was like confronting Tim Kono back you know, oh, ten years ago. Yeah, he fucking caved really quickly because that was like the wheel turning point that you're talking about. You could see Theo like. Like, should I do I do this? Should I do this? She wasn't that bad. Like, what? It was just a accident. Like, you, you could tell like the weird. Then his father returning. gave him a look, and then he was like, "I have no choice. Yeah, like, that I was have it. To tell you the name. It's just that fucking look, and he was just like, "If I don't do this, mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen." Kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. Well, gentlemen, uh, I can honestly say I agree with you too that this is probably my favorite episodes. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. I. It wasn't the most funny by any... It was probably the most serious no. one. Yeah. Yeah, the um, tension, that silence movie type of vibe. That it's, the also art. The most, it's also the most thoughtful one. Because yes. it's all done in silence, you have to watch the, the actors and the way they're moving. Yes. Yeah. 
That's why I was. It's so captivating because you can't yeah. look away, and there's so much information being dropped and all. I, it was a goddamn uh, a dance. I don't know what the fuck you call them. Ballet, whatever. Ballet. <laughs> ballet. Ballet. Yeah. It was beautiful. I I do like this. Isn't something new either. It's not like this is a profound piece of art or anything. Uh, I you know you've seen films right. that have done the same thing before. But for but, them to insert it into their story well, here and now, it the way fucking, it felt perfect. Just yeah, the way it was done was appropriate. Yeah, it was. There was. I couldn't imagine it being done any other way and done with such justice. Yeah, and like I said, they sure. were they, once again pulling out tropes left and right. But it's just the way that they do this. I I I still can't get over the trope situation. They're. It's it's almost like they're they're like they're almost trying to re uh, reinvent that it's okay. <laughs> to it's like do they this. opened like, a book of tropes and like all right, we're yeah, gonna use this one. This one, this, this one, one, this one. one. But they're doing it with such grace and, and like gratitude. It's they're paying it's homage it's like to all we've said, tropes. it's watching masters of their craft sit and work it through and be able to weave it in a certain way that makes it work. Regardless yeah. of the fact that it's tropes that you see everywhere else, like we always say, tropes are there because they work. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. even if they're cheesy or whatever, they're so well executed by these legends. <laughs> yeah, that you just said, exactly. masters of the craft. But Steve, you know, Martin, Martin Short, ah, oh, they're just they can they can make the cheesiest shit make me laugh out loud, or you know, yeah. the simplest thing, or yeah, something that I wouldn't care about delivered from another actor. So yep. So they probably know that that they have that status in life, and they're like, "Fuck it, we can get away yeah. with murder." <laughs> Only in the building, though. <laughs> right? <clears throat> All right. What's the rating, Aram? I give it a five. Uh, like twelve out of five. Five stars. Yeah, no, it's five. It's still five star. It's an easy five. I haven't yeah, been disappointed. Sure. Unanimous. Now I I will admit, Aram. I haven't watched the new episode yet, so no. for next week. I'm waiting for next week, so we'll be on the same page. All right, cool. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's that's uh, five stars. That's seven five stars for this show. It's got to be one Sick. of the highest, probably appreciated shows that we've probably ever watched. Yeah, oh, it's got to be, yeah. I mean, it, it, what, it probably it had got signed for season two, five episodes in. Yeah, so at least that's when yeah. you told us, I think. Yeah, so and I think I told you like right away when I found out. So. Yeah, that was me. I'm on record. Anyways, I just listened <laughs> to the episode the other day. Um, but yeah, they uh, fucking everybody Exciting. watch that shit if you haven't. But it sounds like a lot of people are loving it and are watching yeah. it. So hell yeah. Yep. Um, All right. Well, that's uh, only murders in the building. Hulu original. Go watch it. There's no excuse now. Right. So, and if you haven't, oh, well, go back to your rock. You got time to catch up. <laughs> It'll right. be there waiting for you whenever you find the time. You don't deserve it anymore. Oh, uh, Tim's had a rough nothing. day. <laughs> Just pessimism Ooh. everywhere. All right. That's Piss a, and pessimism. Oh, now I'm ready to talk right. about Halloween movies that I love so much. Right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's dive into the yeah. Halloween theme. Hell yeah. So. We got our buddy Cal here. Say hi, Cal. You caressed his face so lovingly. 
<laughs> well, he's a lot closer than I I thought. My arm reaches much further than I thought. And you're also <laughs> Are the you tallest cozy, of Cal? the three of us, so the fact right? that you reached out is probably the funnier part. <laughs> um, dress him up like Leslie Nielsen with some gray hair. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Dracula, dead <laughs> loving it, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, tonight's uh, Halloween... Uh, topic is basically just us fanboying over all the Halloween films that we enjoy. So we're just going to kind of dive in. We're going to just kind of rant and banter about our favorite films because that's half the enjoyment about talking about horror films is just letting the list roll. So yeah, yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's start with a basic, just a basic question to get us going. Uh, let's start with Aram. Yeah. What is it that you find yourself initially wanting to watch right away when it comes to some kind of horror film? Oh. Um, I mean, it really depends on my mood. Like, if I pick, if I'm looking through horror movies, there are times where something really, you know, like a creature feature will tickle, tickle my interest or tickle my interest. Um, <laughs> tickle tickle uh, something. Or, or, you know, I'm, I'm not feature. a big slasher flick guy. Um, so, I mean, I tend to lean towards Supernatural or, you know, Monsters or something like that. Those tend to be my bread and butter. But I, yeah, slashers aren't generally my thing. They All can right. be, depending. So, so your, your creature features, uh, what are some of the ones that you enjoy the most, though? I mean, there's a lot of them, but what is it that you find yourself watched you know, several times? Pick up, go. Hey, I want to yeah. watch that again. You know, I can't. I can't figure if you'd call this a creature feature or not. But I mean, like, I used to watch Critters a lot. Uh, I think Critters more, Two to be more Critters Two to be more specific. But I, I think you can kind of get away with the creature. I mean, it's a it's yeah. an it's alien. Spelt, it's an they're aliens, but yeah. they're creatures. They're very. I mean, they're crittery. So the movies in the eighties, yeah. right? Uh, even two. I, the first, first one, was the 80s, first one the may have been, and yeah. The third, but, I believe, were early 90s. Okay. Yeah, they were making them up until 2000, I think, so. Wow. so well, like we don't four talk of about them. those. We don't talk about those. <laughs> so, I enjoy them. Like most three well, and four I, I, versions I, of them. I, I enjoy all three, of them. I'll, even three <laughs> I'll watch. The fourth one, I don't, I don't think I've ever really watched. But, little fun fact, though, you got The Undertaker in one of them. That doesn't. Oh no, no, never mind. I don't know what the commando. fuck I was thinking. What are you talking about? I, you know what I was thinking of? <laughs> Suburban Commando. Yes. <laughs> Just They're, said that. I don't know why I was thinking of that. Those are two violently different movies. No, they're not. They're about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're about like bounty hunter aliens, for that matter. Well, one's a bounty hunter. The other, the others are being hunted by bounty hunters. Same thing. They have them in there. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I was thinking that. Anyway, so critters, you you kind of you kind of think of critters when you when you think about like the like that's one I can remember way back in the day watching. Like I watched that one and I watched like uh, Puppet Master was another one. Yeah, um, that one kind of falls between. I feel like that one falls between creature feature and slasher Slash. because it's killer puppets. Yeah, it was, um, but then they eventually get into like the demonic side of things. But it's also yeah, like four, a four and five or yeah the yeah, lore yeah but. Yeah, it's like because all it is is this animated puppets, right? Mm-hmm. Using black yeah, it's magic. It's a magic formula. formula. What? Well, that's what the, that's the style. Yeah, that they were using. Yeah, that's how they animated the puppets. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I'm talking about like it's. Oh, a, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Inanimate objects don't burn. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that would be kind of considered a creature it, feature it, or not. It I don't, falls somewhere in between, I feel like. But I think it's kind of the same thing with critters. I don't know how well that falls into a creature or if it's just an alien horror film. You know yeah. what I mean? It's tough to know because yeah. primarily when, yeah, I don't know, like when you think of creatures, like, I don't know. I, I personally think of just anything that's monster related. Critters to me, I kind of think more alien than I do monster. Right. Because that's, you, you know right away that they're fucking aliens. And I don't know, Puppet Master. Mm. I don't know what the fuck I would think of that. I don't know that if I've fall ever more seen into slasher. Critters. I don't know. Maybe. Oh man. fuck! I've had to have seen critters. Mm. You haven't seen critters? I I don't know. I I, I feel Not like really I must sure. have back in the day, but I don't. I can't remember the plot, and I, I can't see any scenes lot. in my head. Plot? What? What plot? Plot. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. So so aliens kill people. Well, the one thing yeah. I enjoyed Tiny the most. little aliens. One thing I enjoyed that eat anything and everything. Uh, yeah. The one thing I enjoyed yeah. the most is when they'd get into that giant ball. <laughs> they all like two. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. They roll through and they roll over that one guy and yep. just pick him clean. Yep. I th- I th- I just I think it's fantastic. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I definitely see. There's that. also a little bit more of a comedy side to yep. the those films too. The second and third one for sure. The yeah. first one, the guy, the there was like one guy who was a drunk, but. He was maybe the, considered the comic relief, but I don't maybe. remember him being that much comedic relief in the first one. It's been a long time since I see. I know I own, I own like the box or not the box, like the the collection and one movie kind of thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One case, four discs. Yeah, like that. That, that kind of thing. Um, Leprechaun's yeah. another one that I remember watching a lot of when I was younger. Hell yeah, I always enjoyed those. Yeah. What about you, Jason? What is it that you lean towards to right away? <clears throat> Let me guess. Friday the 13th. Yeah, because I already said that in episode one or two. I don't remember. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's uh, ha- Halloween. Well, I always start with one because I'm a sucker for doing things in order. Even though, like, like, yeah, who do I got to prove this to? But uh, <laughs> Halloween 3 is my favorite because it's got, it's, it's, it's got some dope-ass music in it. The theme song in the beginning music is so 80s hip-hop and just energetic and... I actually sampled it and rapped on it. It's ridiculous. Halloween but, three is that the one where they they go to that small town, the, like the Witcher, Witch of the Season or yes. of the Witch Season of the Witch. There you go. That's the one. And that's, yes. Oh, that was the worst one too. That's yeah. What everybody well, you get the, the witch, yeah. you get the funnier kills. You get the silliness. I don't know. I, you know, yeah, like you know what you don't have? Michael Myers. Yeah. You get robots instead. Did I say Halloween three? Yeah. Fuck. Yep. Friday thirteenth three. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Okay. Oh okay. So we'll we'll recap. Let's just rewind that back. Fuck me. Caught you. I've been doing that forever because of stupid similarities and uh, <laughs> Friday Thirteenth Three. It's got that dope music. It's got the funny kills, and then uh, it still it goes to uh, the town outside of Lake Camp Crystal Lake or whatever. So that's Friday the Third. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. I had Nightmare on Elm Street. In my head. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We're sharing the wow. fucking mistakes tonight. This is, yeah, this is a this has just been this has just been a fucking night. <laughs> and then and then it's Nightmare on Elm Street because I just love that whole sleep that whole concept premise is really smart. And uh, 
Hellraiser. So yeah, I'm a slasher guy. Um, and then Leprechaun, the first Leprechaun. I laughed my ass off. Ah, yeah. And then it. even there's like a movie called Dr. Giggles, I think. That's yeah, I remember that one. Fucking, I just remember that watching with a group of friends back in the day. And it was something I shouldn't have been doing, hanging out with these people and watching this movie because I was so young. And it was disgusting. <laughs> that yeah. movie was fucking disgusting. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Nah, it's... I think some dick and vagina things happen. Movie. What? I'm trying to remember who's in the movie. Uh, it's it's a well-known... Or not a it's, well-known dude, but a familiar face, that guy. But I... Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it. I have not heard of that. It's the guy that played the bad guy in uh, Dark Man. Yes. Yes. Oh, shit, dude. It's been forever since I've seen Dark Man. Kind of a pudgier guy. I'll send you... Pardon me. I'll send you a picture of him later. All right. Um, but that sums it up without going on and on. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't old, know. Old shit. I basically am right there with you. I mean, like, it's tough for me because I, I like my creature films too, but the issue I have with creature films is I, I'm more intrigued about the story of where these creatures come from. Mm, and yeah. so I watch creature films not to really watch the creatures as much as to see where they come from if they ever give an answer. Um, I, I like to know, like, the origins of that shit. Uh, but I am a sucker for, like, I love my Hellraiser films. I love my Nightmare on Elm Street films. Like, I'm a huge Freddy Krueger fan. I think that he's just the worst of them all. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, and those movies get fucking terrible with the whole, the Dream Team and the, right, the Nintendo Dream Warriors. They're trying to, they just, <laughs> Dream they fast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dream Warrior. They they fast paced made these movies because they wanted to make money while it was still popular and blah blah blah. And yeah, I, so they made some poor decisions, but I have a good time watching those poor decisions. I really enjoy the Nightmare on Elm Streets a lot, um, but honestly, Hellraiser, the first two. I just love Hellraiser. Yeah, especially the first two. You can't watch the first one and not want to. They go. They coincide with each other. They're, it's kind of like a part one, part two. Basically. That story, those because, two movies. Yeah, you have the young girl who goes into the labyrinth, and basically she's what... She's the... the uh, She solved the puzzle box. Yeah, but right? she's supposed to be the... She's supposed to be like the niece. Yeah. Uh, from from to... the... from Not Frank, but one of the people in the first one. The skinless uh, guy. The... Right? That's Frank. Yeah, like Frank is the one that came back. That was his niece. The lady I'm mean, gonna be wrong. Resurrected with blood. Yeah, so the chick that resurrected Frank from the first one yep. is in love. Yeah, but it, it's a weird. I don't know. It's a weird it's, stuff. Yeah, no I, need to explain. I was also a big fan of the book too. I really enjoyed the book a lot. Um, but the, I just fucking love the Hellraiser. I like Penhead a lot. I like his yeah. demeanor. I like his. His intimidating presence. Just one of the coolest. His philosophical, like... Costumes. Like, his philosophical, uh, like, talk review. about yeah. pleasure and pain being one is just... I don't know. I think it's fucking brilliant. He makes for, <laughs> he makes for a dope sample. Yep. You sample him talking anything, and it sounds... Yeah, and he has a great kind of cool voice, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. that low, resonating, booming voice. Terrifying. Clive Barker, when he made the movie, did not co plan to call him Pinhead. That was actually the effects guys or the right. makeup artists, something like that, that were doing the suits. 
they started calling him that, and that's how it stuck. Like, he actually had other names for him. He thought it was demeaning to the character to call him Pinhead. Huh. I didn't read the rest of the article, but, like, I bet I caught, like, the first little blip of it before I scrolled past it. I mean, it's... I get that. They used the name in the book. I don't know why it would The book come it. out after that? I don't no. know. The book book was first. The Hellbound... Hellheart... Uh, Hellbound series? Hellheartbound series? Whatever. Um... um but you also don't get a lot of this. You don't get a lot of Pinhead in it. Like it's not, it's not as much as you would, you would hope. <laughs> I yeah, guess he's it's not more as prevalent about, in the in the first couple as he is in the later ones. You, well, you, I, maybe like he's also like it's kind of like the first film is basically yeah. like the book. Uh, you don't get a lot of him in it until yeah. little bits in here. Well, he's supposed throughout. to build suspense. You're not supposed to give away the big bad all of us all, all at once. Yeah. But I also the once again it kind of comes down to that like origins like I'm so curious about the Cenobites. I want to know more about the Cenobites. <laughs> Sounds like a And uh, that's why I think I really like the the Hellraisers is like I want to know what the fuck these demonic people are and whatever. So I started reading the comic books which Clive yeah. Barker helped write. And they are fantastic and they they describe more about they basically picked it up from the second one, the second oh. movie, they picked it up from there and continued, and they are great. They are fantastic. So I got exactly what I wanted. But uh, I am also a big fan of the Leprechaun because of his wittiness. It comes down to that witty banter. You like get some that rhyming. You get some little right? cheesy jokes. Yeah. His sh- shoe fetish. <laughs> it's the same reason why. <laughs> same reason why I like Friday the Thirteenth. It's that ridiculous fucking. Jokes Dialogue. that they throw stupid, in there. Yeah, stupid stoner shit. Yeah, basically, without being a stoner, I guess. But yeah, it's yeah. that's the shit I like. And I, I mean, not to mention Warwick Davis. Come on. Yeah, that I mean, dude just can't go wrong with him. No, not at all. Not in anything I've ever seen him in. But I also think about, I think about the slasher films. I'm right there with you, Jason. Like mainly, it's the slasher films that I go, I lean to a lot. And I really enjoy the the cheesy. I can't do it, but you know the music when they're dying, Uh-oh. it's all like whatever the, the trills. It sounded as scary as the noise I just tried okay. to make. Let's see if it fixes itself, please. I don't what happened? This again. I don't know. He's frozen. That's okay. We'll continue. Oh, 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 um, okay. So <laughs> on par for the night of everything else. All right. Just. <laughs> notch, 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 notch. <laughs> Check this tick. Difficulty box. <laughs> We'll see if he pops back up. So, Jason. Um, is that something you have to deal with? I guess we're going to find out. Okay. So, he could pop back up. All right. So, yeah, those are old movies that I I have rewatched hundreds of times at this point. You guys are muted. And when I start there, I usually continue on and guys move are on muted. to... We can't hear you. I'm not muted. You guys are muted. It's muted on my side. And you obviously can't hear us because... Can't hear us? Jesus Christ. If oh my that goodness. reset our shit and fucked... Yo, Unmute yo. Mute yourself. Okay, I gotta... Check, check. Check, check. What the fuck? There we go. Oh, no. Talk, please. Oh, there we go. Shoo. 
Jason, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Whew. You were so still, I thought we froze again. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you guys froze up right around when Jason was like, Wee. <laughs> so I have nothing after that, at least on my side. I don't know what was said. Oh, we froze up. You froze up. Yeah, I was perfectly recording on my side. I don't know what to talk about. So were we. I don't Strange. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Problem. Fucking I don't know. Zoom. It's just it's been a fuck. It's been a fucking night. Uh, like it's on it par can't be for my the side. Night. Apparently, Spectrum we was doing maintenance on my fucking internet for the past twenty four hours. It can't be my side. Yeah, we we apparently weren't meant to do any podcasting tonight. Apparently not. We're fighting. We're, yeah, we're, we're fighting the universe right now. Yeah. The universe has told us, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing today? Knock it off. It's the line from the Cherry Pop and Daddy's, your arm's too short to box with God. It's not at all true. Is that a lyric? Because he doesn't exist. It's a lyric from a Cherry Pop and Daddy song, Jason, in case you heard you ask if that was a lyric. Um, did. Anyways. <clears throat> you were um, about to ask me a question. Yes, I was, and... Then that shit and, happened. Yeah, we we just got done talking about older films. Oh, we, oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. So, Jason, what is it that yeah. you find about like what is one of the most cheesiest films that you can think of that you enjoy? Like, name a handful of them. Just like the cheesy ones that you go, man, they're ridiculous, but I love them. I think Puppet Master is one of the top. Um, yeah. Bloodstone, Blood Moon, maybe subspecies. Yeah, sub. Yeah, subspecies. That shit's fucked. That's another. That's actually made by the same studio that made Puppet Master. So Full yep. Moon Entertainment made yep. them. Yep. Those two demonic toys. I used to look at that shit in Blockbuster. You know those rental places. I'd look at fucking <laughs> like as if they were as if I would uh, music. I'd look at record labels or yep. you know yep. as I would look at studios. Is what I'm trying to say yep, for sure. So I would just try shit. I'm like, oh, they made this movie that I like. I'm gonna try this random shit I've never seen before. And I, um, fucking, yeah, so I got that. You also, you also went to high school with somebody, didn't you? Who? Yeah, apparently, yeah. We who, did a uh, show works, with somebody that still... Who works for, works the, for that the company. Full, Blood, full Moon? Full Moon, Full Moon yeah. Entertainment. Full, full Moon Entertainment, yeah. yeah. Apparently, oh. I went to high school with somebody or worked with... I with yeah, Zach was telling me about it. Um, yeah, they make terribly cheesy horror movies, but they're, mm-hmm. they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I honestly, like, I don't know a lot about those, that production company by any means i don't i don't know too much about really any of the oh, studios that make horror films much because it's mm. hard to really tell like i feel like you can always tell a style but yeah. other than miramax i, I really don't know oh <laughs> uh, yeah, lion gates yeah, makes some miramax makes some i mean yeah. warner brothers even makes one of well, them the i'm sure cheesiest movie is probably bro massacre party three anybody hear about that no I, it's not even that old, but it's like made from a college kid, and it's oh, it looks okay. shitty because it's you know whatever, so it comes across old. But it's the first movie titled Three, Real Massacre Massacre Party Three, and they just I don't know you gotta see it. It's fucking huh. the cheesiest shit, but it's like really funny and a cool story, and it gives me everything I want. Bro Massacre, Bro Massacre Party Three. Huh? <laughs> That's supposed to be like. I don't know. It's like it's a play on those uh those uh slumber party massacre yeah. movies or That's what I was you know say. the lady in white t shirts yep. and a saw drill going through her chest and stuff every hey. two minutes. <clears throat> uh, Aaron, what about you? 
man, I always think of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I was gonna bring that one. I don't think I've ever seen that. No, you should watch Thank it, you, Jason. Killer <laughs> Clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It is ridiculous, but I think of that too. Yeah, it's 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 not even. It's supposed to be a horror movie, but it's not in any way because a you're dealing with clowns and you're not taking them that seriously. Nope, <laughs> not at all. I I um, what my favorite scene is the alley boxing scene with the little yep. the little guy. <laughs> A little clown alien comes up to the bikers and just like starts like boxing, and it's a shadow box that fucking knocks his head off. Like, yep. And the I, other person catches it. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I should let you My, borrow that if if you can't find it somewhere, I have it. So it. I, uh, I think it. the most nefarious part of that whole movie is when the one clown is like outside of the fast food restaurant with the giant mallet. Well, yeah, he's got the mallet and he's waving at the little girl. Yep. And he's like trying to get her to lure her come out. <laughs> and at the last second, the mom grabs her. And I was like, yep. holy fuck. I was actually like, I remember seeing him like, oh shit, yep. this kid's going to die. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because he's just standing out there waving, like you said, trying to lure her with a giant fucking mallet behind his back. Like he's going to fucking and nail her in the head. Yeah, so, it's working. And yep. then like the, he laughs after the mom takes her away. I was like, what the fuck is he laughing about? Right. <laughs> So I'll see you later kind of thing. <laughs> right. Sweet. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I uh, I also really liked how they, like, wrap these people in cotton candy in their spaceship, which is a, a carnival tent. They <laughs> yep. wrap them up in cotton candy, and then they take a crazy straw, and then they drink their fluids out of the, the And they cotton drink candy. the blood out of them. It's yep. just fucking ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And how do you kill them? You blow up their nose. Yeah. <laughs> um, Continue, Aram. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of other ones that I've seen that are super cheesy. I, I mean, I've seen some real burners. Uh, I've seen, like, ones that weren't supposed to be cheesy, but they were really shittily made. Um, well, name I can't those. Remember the, I can't, I'm trying to remember some of them. I feel like there's one called Dead Life. That was a zombie movie. That was just... Had really one of the more fucked up scenes I've ever seen in a movie, but, like, was also... Was also privy to, like, one of the worst prosthetics I've ever seen. Um, basically, suffice to say, a female zombie tries to bite a guy's dick off, and the the appendage in question is noticeably fake. Yeah. Um. So there's that one. There was another. Kind of reminds me of teeth. Yeah, but she used her actual teeth instead of it having it being in her actual vag. Um, Well, no, the the one they there's. I think there's two versions. I don't. Oh. I'm not sure. Because my understanding of teeth was it was in the teeth were in her vagina. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. I see. You you're talking about the zombie. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you, you meant the, the the yeah. Yep. Continue. Yeah, no. No, the zombie used her actual teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um there was another one where like, it was another zombie. I went through this weird run when I was in my twenties where like I would just rent the worst fucking horror movies I could find just yep. to see how poorly they were made. Yep. And there was one where like I don't even remember the full movie, but it was a zombie movie, and the guy's running down the hall and throwing punches and kicks at zombies, and it is shot so poorly you can see how far away his fists and stuff were going <laughs> towards the actual zombies. And that's uh, I, that's saying a lot because uh, poor TV quality, poor it's on VHS and old school TVs. If you can see it in those fucking shitty ass circumstances, yeah. that's how bad it was. Because yep. a yeah. lot of times, like the Elm Street alleyway scene when he's all stretched out and getting all big and shadowy 
Yep. I thought that shit was creepy as fucking awesome yep. until they did put it. I got it on Blu-ray and I was like, this was a bad idea to buy this on Blu-ray because <laughs> it does. Yeah, it doesn't all that hold shit up. is so apparent now. You know that. that yeah. what, what do they call it? that? Real life, like when you get like 4K, right? Then it started yeah. to get too crystal, like almost too real. It's actually, and now you get 8K, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, to that's think way about. better than the human eye. Yeah, it's basically yeah. you're living inside of this movie now. I saw a, a quick clip of the Terminator, 1980 Ooh. something, right? Terminator, where like yeah. he in 8K, where he like. Um, where he, he gets transported to the present day, naked, whatever, yeah. in that big ball of electricity, right? In 8K. Ooh. Everything but the electricity that was super, cr like, crappy and cheesy, everything looked way too real. Like, it looked like I could walk right into <laughs> yeah. that TV. I don't like that stuff. Damn. I don't either. Fancy TVs and that high, high quality. It makes me look like, it makes me feel like I'm watching this movie as if I was watching a... Uh, a Broadway show, like everybody's yeah. on. I can see the real. set. I they're exactly. just on That's stage. The point of a movie, it's supposed yeah. to suspend reality. Yeah, and it doesn't when you were trying to make yeah, it reality. I don't yeah. like that. I don't shit. like it either. And I don't like it in my horror movies. I I miss the old grittiness and the yep. old VHS and the old TVs, because yeah, they can get away with some crap crappy shit. Yeah, and uh, so that's how bad uh, the the zombie hallway was. Is what yeah. I was trying to add on. So some what do you? Continue, yeah. Uh, just a lot of, I find the the cheesiest ones are a lot of the, <clears throat> the the zombie movies because they're so easy to make because all you got to do is some fucking makeup. Yep. And so a lot of these zombie movies, like especially in the, especially in the late '90s, early 2000s, really anybody thought they could make a zombie movie and they just fucking started going with it. Return of the Living Dead got way too many sequels. Same with like I think Day of the Dead got. More than enough sequels that shouldn't have happened. Land of the Dead, I think. Yeah, one. no, I think. Yeah, there I was. Th I think Land of the Dead was. Did he uh, come back and make that? John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah, he's in. John Leguizamo. Yeah. yeah, he was in. Uh, but I thought Romero's came back and made it, or whoever. Yeah, I don't know. Romero. Did that one. Romero he came back and made one or two of them. I feel like he came back and did the Land of the Dead, and it was like he might have. Yeah, twenty it years been his, afterwards. Like, and it really, that might have been his like sequel to Land or Day of the Dead. Yeah, it, it, or it Dawn didn't of the really, Dead. Sorry, I remember not liking it. Yeah, the crazy part about that was he didn't get any like money for that. Um, so because of VH, yeah, because of VHS, like George Romero, yeah. because of the VHS, it basically was a, a copyright thing. Like it was like pirating. It, it got it was pirated back in that day. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. Was it just was able to be pirated? But if it wasn't for the pirating, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been passed around. People wouldn't have seen it as much. Like the legacy uh, of it, the cult, yeah, wouldn't have been so much bigger. But he didn't yeah. make. He all he did was he made enough money to to pay for production, so he mm -hmm. can make another film, and that was all. He hadn't made anything outside so, yeah, of the realm of what that his film. opening numbers were shit. Yeah, because he gets asked that. Uh, uh, he did at least. I think he's dead now, but mm -hmm. uh, he got asked that. Uh, like about like I don't know. You know how how much money or how do you feel about that kind of stuff? And he's basically, I didn't make a dime. It's like it's all pirated, basically, in their way of pirating back then. Yeah, which was yeah. dubbing tapes. Yeah, and he's just, but he also says like, but it was a, it's a legacy. Like I made something that's now kind of lasted forever. <laughs> yeah, because of that, it inspired a lot of shit. Right, and good zombie things. Unfortunately, you know, he didn't get the credit until much later. For his beautiful right. black and white masterpiece. He died in 2017. Yeah. 
It was 77. It's crazy. But um, uh, out of the films, I mean, you have some cheesy ones out there, but do you have some of those films that you just would, like, refuse to watch? Oh. Like, it's pretty... To me, it's pretty hard for me to say no to a horror film, but... Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, feel like there's probably some that I'd be like, I don't, nope, no, thank you. Some well, of the ones you that refuse like, to watch screen movies, right? Those are the ones that come to my mind. I, I just hate those fucking movies, and I've seen the oh, first I've two. I refuse to watch the the what you did last summer. Those are stupid. I too. I I've seen the first half of the first one, and I was yeah. my hipster ass was like, nope, I know what you're doing. Fuck you. Well, it's just summer around for me. It's those types of films. Yeah. The closest I came to was Freaky. That Friday, oh, the, Vince the, Vaughn? The Vince Vaughn oh, one. Okay, yeah. I, right? Is that what it's called? Freaky? Yeah. yeah. I, the Freaky Friday horror film. I get yeah. that because it's another one of those uh, flip-flop yeah. uh, it, Freaky it's a, Friday movies. It's a, I mean, it's more of a comedy than anything, but like... Mm-hmm. But I it's can, in that format. Yeah, it's in that kind of format. I can live with that because, well, it, that's what it was supposed to be. It was not taking it so serious. I also watched Happy... Happy Death Day, which is the same people who did that movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind the Happy Death Day. It's like mm. it's like they're reinventing. That's a Blumhouse thing, right? Bloom, Bloom. I don't know. Anyways, sorry. But it's the same. It's the same people who did the the Freaky. Okay. And they're like reinventing the the horror cliche horror genre stuff and making it a little bit more like campier and a little bit less serious. Serious so tone. Trying to bring it back to the eighties. Kind yeah, That's kind of yeah. They're dumb. like they're trying to like they're doing it in a in a just a modern way, and it's succeeding. I thought Happy Death Day one and two were good. They were funny. They were entertaining. It wasn't. They had that horror esque feel to it. They didn't disappoint in any means. But you also didn't take it so serious where you're like like you would scream. You know sure. what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it yeah, wasn't yeah. supposed to be a the serious s- film. Scream has got suspense and thriller yeah. added to it, and a twist, and who's the killer? Yeah, like these people knew what they were doing. They did this intentionally. They wanted that comedy on top right. of that horror, on top of everything else. And I think they did a right, good job. I don't know who did it, though. I don't know if it was uh, Bloomhouse or what, but right. they're saying people yeah, did Freaky, yeah. and I thought it was pretty damn good. Um, uh, Aaron, I don't think you answered the question. Any movies you uh, cannot stand? Um, so me, personally, like, I... I'm very reticent about my creature features, I guess, would be the right way to think about it. Like, a lot of the ones I see, like, are like, oh, you know, this, like, fucking sci-fi has ruined sharks, realistically. (laughs) Between Sharknado and, Hmm. like, three-headed sharks, sand sharks, shark wolf versus octa-whale or whatever the fuck else I've seen. What the fuck? Why are you going out of your way to watch all these shark movies? Oh, I'm not watching. But I see these titles. I've never even heard of this shit. A oh, is a shark I've heard of. Same. I spend much too much time just flipping through any like streaming service I get when I can find horror movies. Like I'll yeah. sit and just look at what they have. Yeah. And it's shark, 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 slasher, shark, slasher, slasher, shark. And mm. so I just like anything creature feature wise. Like I'm very reticent to like watch. Especially if it wasn't made by an actual studio. Yeah. Like if sci-fi or somebody, if it's a sci-fi original, I will not watch that thing. I have a I have a Blu-ray copy of Sharknado still in the wrapping that I got in like a loot crate. 
And I'm like, I'm not going to wash this. It'll just sit in my collection. <laughs> I've never seen them. Mm-hmm. And a big part of me almost refuses because I don't understand why they were so popular. I, I yeah. watched about seven minutes of the first one. And the second the tornado hit and started sh- sucking sharks up into it, I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't get that. I know that actor, the the lead actor, he basically... Ian he, huh? Ian Ziering. He was from Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, yep. That guy, basically, since he did Sharknado and he accepted it, he hasn't been able to get anything else. Yeah, yep. sharks yep. being scary don't make sense to me even though jaws is one of the scary movies but it wasn't the shark that was scary in that movie at the time it was the way it was filmed yep. and and shot and how they built attention and yep. the music yeah. it wasn't the fucking shark it was like finally i get to see this big creep monster it, it's terrifying mm. to think that it's but, more of a reality Right, because yeah, like you could go in the ocean, the beach, you're like, yeah. that fucking ocean could have a giant ash. I can, ash I can lose an arm. Yeah, yep. that's what people. There's like a, I think there's they, a movie called Open Water. Yeah, where yep. they they basically get stuck out in the open. They got to tread sea, water like, on for a surfboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the same thing. Like the sharks end up involved in that, but I mean that's at least somewhat like off putting because right. that could easily happen. But yeah, the yeah. that the whole shark premise and uh, concept. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't fuck with me because yeah, everything I just said. But I also don't think he would go to the ocean. True. I've been to a fake ocean. <laughs> it was like oh, Disneyland. He's... Oh. <laughs> it was like a fake ocean, huh? Are you thinking about yeah. the, like, Lake Superior or something? <laughs> nah. He's one of those guys that refers to the lake and goes to the lake like, oh, we're going to the beach. No, you're not. You're going to the lake. Right. I I am terrified <laughs> of the ocean, and I am terrified I of get sharks. Much. I'm not terrified of sharks like I couldn't watch a film. like Not like that. I'm terrified of the fact that sharks live in the ocean. That's their fucking domain. Yeah. And I have this terrifying feel, uh, uh, fear of like being in the middle of thousands of feet <laughs> of oh, nothing. Yeah. So like yeah. I have no control of what happens. And I am more terrified. Start watching shit about giant squids. I've seen some of that shit. Like, I've even seen Those that, new, that recent me. news report about giant squids. But this is going to bring me to a question I want to know. So we just thought you just brought up the sharks. So animal horror films. You've seen like, uh, I can't fucking actually remember. Alligator, I think is what it was called. Or have you seen Primeval, I think was another one. Primeval, I know the movie. I don't think I watched it, but I know the movie you're Anaconda, talking about. Anaconda, I think is... Okay. Anaconda, even up there. Lake so how do you feel Anaconda. about... Anaconda. How do you feel about those kind of... There's a... There's a a campier one with like the big spider one or something like spider eight eight legged legged, eight yeah legged. yeah that one I seem like I with, remember uh, having fun with David, David, David Arquette, Arquette. Yeah. Carter oh that's who it was yeah that movie was stupid stupid okay so stupid. Yeah, it yeah, it's kind of be. a short Sharknado type of movie I would assume or snakes on Probably. a plane type of shit see snakes on a plane isn't that bad because that was just real snakes like it wasn't anything exaggerated yeah. Like, that seemed very plausible, like someone hijack a plane with a bunch of snakes. But, right. Uh, uh, the, but the idea of the monster films into the whole, like, just na- nature. Because you have, like, alligators, I think. I don't remember the freaking name, but... Well, arachnophobia fucked with me. Arachnophobia is fucking one that fucked with me, too. I looked into the toilet before it took a shit for, like, ten years after that movie. I swear to God. <laughs> arachnophobia, the reason I will never go into the jungle alone. <laughs> right? <I> sleep there. <laughs> The the biggest thing about that film that I was uh, I was in elementary school I was in sixth grade 
And my wood shop teacher, he was a he was a black guy who said that uh, I hate spiders. And he was like, I he was looked like he was a tough guy. Like he looked like he worked out. You know, he was like a, a very stocky dude. He looked like somebody you don't want to fuck with. Super nice guy, but he just looked intimidating. And he like straight out says like. I have I have a fear of spiders. And so he threw on arachnophobia and walked out the room. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I saw that movie in school oh, wow. because of our That's shop dope. teacher afraid of spiders. <laughs> that was what he did. That still barely makes sense, but it's funny. I think he was just torturing us because he wasn't going to watch <laughs> yeah. it. He's like, if I'm going to be afraid of these little critters, so are you. Yep, but right? I saw that movie and I was terrified. Fuck. I, I don't have an arachnophobia, they get my heart racing, but though. I hate them. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know I live in a state where they're not poisonous and whatnot, but still, when they when they jump and they're fast, and it's like fuck Dude, me. Liam pointed out a spider the other day that was like about the size of a nickel, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, what's that?" It was in my kitchen. I automatically just went, Poof, and stepped on. I was like, "That's nothing, is what that is." That's a splat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, Don't worry. He's like, "Was that a spider?" It's like it was. <laughs> but going back to the the question though, how do you feel about those films? I mean, some of them can be done well. Like, we arachnophobia is a good one. I think Cujo probably is a uh, well done one. I've never seen it movie. personally, but that's a that's a horror movie. Yeah, like, it's about a it's, it's a realistic one. Like, yeah, it's about a dog, it's with, about a dog with rabies. Yeah. Rabies. Yeah. So I mean, it, I've only I mean, seen it once. A few although, years ago. what was what was the dog? What was the type of dog? Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard. Saint Bernards can get pretty big. And that's probably the only intimidating side that I yeah, thought. Yeah, they're not a was, violent breed. Yeah, not at all. So that was like the one thing I was like, well, this isn't that bad. Like, you know. No, the dog but, in Sandlot was fucking more intimidating. Oh, that's yeah. right. That was a St. Bernard too, wasn't it? I don't no, know. Was oh, that was a Mastiff? No, it was oh. a Mastiff. I mean. A lot. I'm the dog whisperer over here all of a sudden. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> right. a spider, you As fucking learn He owns cats dogs. too. Like, out of everything, yeah, he owns I two cats. cats. I, I know more about dogs. <laughs> Either way, the the fact that yeah, it was a dog with rabies, like that didn't seem to bother me until I saw that movie, yeah. and it was I didn't see that movie as a kid either. I saw it much later, so I totally understand. Some of that stuff is that easier to put off if you just read it, like. But to mm. visual to see it visually is a lot more. What's the word? Intense. It's a lot more intense. Yeah, like it. it it does more to see it visually, like than to have to like read it and like try and visualize it in your head, because your mind can soften the blow a little bit, yeah. But well, you know what I mean. Yep. And the book is is not as, I mean, it's a it's a it's a good book, but it's not as uh, as bad as like you're yeah. saying. I mean, the movie itself wasn't that great compared to the book story wise, right? But the right. dog, but visually, seeing that yeah. dog just. Fucking shaking his head. And yeah, just, on top rah, of the rah, car. Rah, I was just like, oh my yeah, god, that, terrifying. That was in a very yeah, trapped in a, a very intense scene. Trapped in a hot car where this dog is just mm-hmm. mauling it. And, yeah, right. What about Alfred Hitchcock? Birds is that the name of it? Yep, birds. birds. The birds. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Was it birds or the birds? Yeah. Either way, it was black and white, and I watched That's it Hitchcock once a long time ago. I, I thought it was in color. Yeah. No, the birds, the, the birds or birds, whatever. I think it's in black and white because sure, yeah. it was rear window that you got in color i think rope was even in color i know i don't think rope was in color either i think that was black and white yeah i'm just being silly with psycho that, but... was in, not in black i was not in color um but either way what were you getting to the point just like um, birds like cre- intensity like the, the nature would you be are you, i don't know yeah i never i've seen the movie once and i i don't know i thought it was artsy but it's i think considered horror given the yeah, time yeah that, that it yeah. was 
I personally thought it was uh, it was decent for mm-hmm. what, for you know its time and for it's Hitchcock. Scary, no, it's not my favorite Hitchcock. By I mean, we know one person that would be scared of it. But. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> no, I don't want to say it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. I don't know. I I personally don't think it's that. Was that bad? Yeah, I was just being silly. Uh, yeah, I, li- I like the movie more than. But I mean, it was that's scary. the aim of it, though, is to to scare. Yeah, I mean, it mm-hmm. it would be a little fucked up, but eh. yeah. But yeah, I can't really think of many other monster or monster killer monster slasher movies. Is that what? You, yeah? I'm just like like nature, like natural nature, yeah. nature monster films, because ooh, like, Toxic Avenger. <laughs> That's, that's an environmental that's, movie. That's an environmental one, yep. <laughs> it's not natural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad. But, uh, I, well, we'll get into that for a second, in a second, though. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I like trauma movies. There is, I feel like those films, to me, were almost more traumatizing than any other horror film because of the reality of that could really yeah. happen. Yeah, that arachnophobia for Like, me. I could go outside in the woods and there would be a giant, massive fucking anaconda that could just take me like that and I wouldn't do anything. Like, a shark in the middle of the fucking ocean. I'm done. If, yeah. if, if, oh, if yeah. it wants anaconda me, I'm done. Ice Cube, yes, right. Yeah, that was yep. Tap out. And Jennifer Lopez. And, yeah. But, and then you have, like, like I said, there's this alligator film that always stuck with me and I can't remember what it was called. Maybe it's just called Crocodile. I don't remember. But there's the scene that really, really stuck with me and it just terrified me was there's, like, this alligator. It's in, like, the city. And it, like, goes into a pool. Like, Maybe a swimming pool. Primeval. No, this is, like, this is, like, in the 90s. Oh, really? Yeah, this is, like, in the 90s. Like, I watched it when I was a kid. And it was just, it always st- oh, stuck with me. Yeah, it's called, just I think it's just called Gator. Is it called Gator? Gator. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and it's about like this, this, this. It's the urban myth of alligators living in the New York uh, sewers. Maybe, but it was like this. That's this what it's based off of. Gator is like it just or whatever it goes into the swimming pool, right? And it like sits at the bottom, and it's like you can't see it because it's night. Somebody decides to go and take a little skinny dip and jumps in the pool. Next thing you know, just blood everywhere. They don't come yeah. back up, and it's just blood. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, it's always frightening. <clears throat> it's always terrified me. Yeah, just like you never know what's luring in the fucking fucking water. I I, I feel like I should be afraid fingers. of water more than I really am. I'm just afraid of the ocean. <laughs> anyway, um, you want to talk about Toxic Avenger? Yeah, and uh, high school Newcomb or something yep, like high that. High school Newcomb, yeah. Uh, school high school Newcomb was fucking. School of Newcomb High or something. Yeah, yeah something there we like go. That. Yeah, I class knew, of Newcomb High. That's what it was called. Yeah, there's like two or three of them. Fucking yeah, love that like shit. Three, yeah, I think at fucking least three weird. or four. Yeah. It's, it's hard to take those things purpose. serious. Yeah. You're not supposed no. to. And they know what they're doing. They know. Oh, it's just. It's but so it, much fun. It's, yeah, I would say it's like less of a horror film. And I understand why it would be labeled that because of the grotesque deformities yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But. They use a lot of slime and stuff. Yeah, but my God. <laughs> <A lot of laughs> food color. You can't take that shit serious. No. It's like they, they like. It's fucking porn quality, basically. <laughs> and they, 70s they, porn quality and it at that. feels so deliberate. Done in the 80s. <laughs> they're like, they write a script and they're like, no, we need to make some of this dialogue a l- much more stupid, more, more, you know, uh, right. shittier. It's mm. essentially, the trauma movies seem like they just took a first draft. Yeah. <laughs> and ran with it. All right, this will work. 
It doesn't right. even. Yeah. It just seems like they. Who's willing to play the part? <laughs> it didn't even. It didn't even give me that vibe. It's been a while, but I didn't get the vibe like, oh, this shit was made off of '80s and cocaine. This was made on uh, stupid on just, purpose. Yeah, and I really just I people, like that shit. People wanted to have having fun. Having fun, yeah. Yep. Making mo- cheap movies. Yeah, and that's kind of how like I Playing really around with props. I really like those lower budget films. Uh, the B, B, B films like. When you deal with some of that, like Wolf Cop is one of them. Where, yeah, Wolf Cop, that I, was a good one. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was ridiculous, and then I, it was on one day, and I decided to watch it, and it was so much better than I thought. I yep. loved the cheesiness, yep, yep. and I thought it was Never great. Heard of that. That'd be awesome. What? Oh, you need to fucking watch. They have three of them. That's on Netflix, isn't it? I have no oh, they idea. Make three of them? I think they have three of them. Yep. I know they have two for sure because I've seen the two of them, but. I think they made a I third one. I haven't seen the second one. I saw the ad for the second one, but I never saw yeah, the second one. You need to watch Wolf Cop. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it, it's good. Well, I better write that down because I might forget those fucking combination of, but I think, combination of words. I think that's why I really enjoyed like Cabin in the Woods because it has all the, the, the you know, tropes of what a horror film, what makes a horror film. And then there's this, this really almost unsettling comedy just thrown right in there that you're like, oh, yeah. I, I'm not supposed to take this so serious. Like, they're not taking it so serious. Why should I take it so serious? And then they get thrown right into something that's, oh, fuck, that's serious. <laughs> and I like that back and forth sometimes when it's done right. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what happened to Evil Dead. Like, mm-hmm. the uh, first one was very serious. Absolutely. Yep. The second, second one was a comedy. Yeah, the second one was very campy. It wasn't it wasn't a total comedy. It was very campy. But and then Army of Darkness went straight up, just right into the comedy. Yeah, ridiculous. Which I thought was very interesting to see the interesting to see the progression. Well, well Evil Dead Two was essentially the same as the first one with different camera camera angles and no, it was a continuation, but it just became much more campy. It just seemed like the same movie with different well, camera angles. And it more takes jokes, pl- like it more literally levity. takes place right off the end of the first one because it's. The ending of the first one is the the entity or the force flying at Ash, and the second one starts with him getting hit and then becoming one of the deadites. I guess the way to look at it because his yeah. eyes are all whited out, and he's running around, and then it just ends up leaving his body somehow. And that's how the whole rest of the like is him trying to fucking survive after that is the second one. Did you ever watch the uh, Ash versus Evil? Absolutely. I watched a little bit of it. I didn't get too far into it because I was watching other stuff at the time, but I heard it was good. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. Comedy, yeah. horror, gore, old school, it, uh, true to its origins. And it was nice that Lucy Lawless got work again. Yep. And she's she hasn't amazing. stopped getting work though. She's she's really? yeah, yeah she's, she's been she's everywhere. It's just like I don't think she's taking every job that comes her way. Like, I think she's actually picking what she wants. Because since Spartacus, that was her, like, comeback was in Spartacus. Oh, yeah, and she was in Spartacus. She's been getting work consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was just on a, did a podcast run for something. I don't know, remember. Yeah, she was in Spartacus. She was in Ash. So, yeah, she got something new out there. She's in Parks and Rec. She doesn't age, and she's fucking amazing. Oh, my goodness. She's beautiful still. Uh, but yeah. that show, Ash versus Evil Dead, fucking perfect. I don't know, is it Evil Dead or is it just Evil? I thought it was Ash It's Evil, Evil Dead. Is it Evil Dead? Okay. Because yeah. like, he fights everything in that fucking show. And then speaking of pirating, that show only got three seasons. It got cut short because they were picked up on Stars, the least uh, subscribed premiums channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. So everybody <laughs> loved the show, 
But they would, uh, would they torrent it? Is that the yep. new? Yeah. yeah, pirate yeah. it or whatever. Pirate, they would pirate it and watch it that way. So it was like the most pirated show. <laughs> Weird how you can have these stats and facts and none of these people go to jail. Apparently, right. it's illegal. But <laughs> so it. it's you like get, the most can... pirated show. But it got canceled because the actual stars numbers weren't, you know, huh. weren't up. Which like, is a shame because it was good. It was oh, it's so good, and they're. I for fuck, they're coming out with something. Yeah, I thought they they got picked back up. And the, who's the Sammy Sam Raimi? Sam Raimi. Raimi. He he was the director, and you know, all, for that show, he was the original, and he he's yeah. got something new cooking when it comes to that. Yeah. For sure. And I'm looking forward to it. I forget the details though. But Did I love either that. of you guys watch uh, Stu versus Evil? Yes. I, yep. Is that Doctor Cox? I thought that was a great. Or huh? What'd you say, uh, John? Uh, John C. McKinley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking... And Ada, Janet Ada Varney, I think, is the female. Which one? Janet Varney, I think, is the blonde sheriff that comes to replace him after he retires. Oh, is she in Longmire? I think she's in Longmire. I have no idea. I've never watched Longmire. I love it. Um, I haven't seen that either. Uh, either way, not a horror movie. But yeah, Stan versus... Or Stu? Stu versus you. Yeah. Oh, is it, maybe it's Stan. Maybe yeah, it's it Stan. Stan. But yeah, there's Stan only versus, I don't know three why or four seasons of that shit. It's very low budget, cheesy, and very yeah. witty. Witty dialogue, and I don't know. I thought so too. I mean, he carries the show pretty well. He really does. They're uh, those two. They're chemist. They're they relate. They're banter. Yeah, for sure. Has there been any films that you guys haven't seen that you've always wanted to see? And you just never either gave it a shot or just never watched it that you can think of. Because one of the ones that I started to watch was like I haven't seen. Um, I think it's Scanners. Oh yeah, I've never seen. See, I think it's Scanners. Does that? Yeah, it's Scanners. Have John Michael Connor. In it? Yeah. What? It. Does it have John Connor, the kid that plays John Connor? Edward Norton. No, or not Edward Norton. Uh, Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. Yeah, I. I know what think movie you're so. thinking of. Okay, it's not and the right one though. Okay. No, I'm thinking of the one with one. Michael Ironside. Yeah, I know the one you're talking yep. about too. I know what he's talking about. That's a. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's about him in like a video game. Hold on a moment. I'm going to find it. Mm. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Scanners then. Cause it's an older, I think it was in the 80s or something. Um, yeah, for the first one was at least. But I've never seen it and I've always wanted to, mainly because of Michael Ironside. He basically gets like, I don't know what. Psychic powers. Yeah, I don't know exactly how he gets it, but he gets like psychic powers, but his head starts to grow. Yeah. He gets like. Oh, I don't know. It's almost like, like a demonic kind of possession, but he like blows people up and I don't know with his mind. Definitely uh, watched that back in the day. Um, but the I, movie you're thinking of is Brain Scan. Okay. Yeah. But I've also fan uh, Phantasm. I've, I've seen one or two of them. I yeah. finally watched the first one. I've always been curious about him. Never gave him a shot. Finally watched the first one. Thought it was super weird. Yeah. And I'm intrigued to watch the others because it just gets weirder and weirder. Phantasm. I don't remember Phantasm. if I've so, one, but I've seen two and three. Basically <laughs> about a guy who runs a mortuary and he's a weird, he's super tall, but he'll like, he'll like lift a 700-pound casket by himself. And and to spoil it, he is uh, sending bodies or humans to another dimension for slaves. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's, yeah. And it's he really turns, weird. 
Uh, it might not be revealed in the first one. I'll let you watch the rest of them before we talk about that. Because the the silver balls that he controls have a have a distinct connection to that. Yep, yep, yeah. There's like these weird little floating silver balls that go around and like I don't know, attack people. The, him and the silver balls are the two synonymous pieces. When you say phantasm, you think of those two things. Yep. Otherwise, the rest of it's fucking interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. It's basically that the mortuary guy that really just. He's creepy. The tall man. That's what he's referring to. The tall to. man. The tall That's, man. yeah, the tall man. But uh, I, I, I've always wanted to watch him and never did until I watched the, the Search and Darkness uh, documentary yep. and they talked about Phantasm. I'm like, oh, this is weird. There's a lot of films in there that they had mentioned. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I want to watch that. And then when they talk about it, I'm like, I got to fucking start writing this shit down. Right. And I've slowly kind of started notching some of those off, but it's a lot of... It's a lot of films. Did, it's a long list. Did well, I'm waiting to see when they fucking re- remake that one because that's probably on the list somewhere. Because they're, they're remaking all these horror movies, so I'm waiting for Phantasm to come up somewhere. Probably will, eventually. Um, did any of you guys... Did you guys ever watch the movie Night of the Demons? Yep. Back in the day? Okay. Did you see the remake? Nope. I didn't know With there Shannon was one. Elizabeth? With who? Yeah, Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth? Elizabeth is in the, really? Yeah, she's in the remake. Um, I don't think I've seen it. Was Night of the Demons. That's not Tales from the Crypt, four, is, is it? No. Okay. Night of the Demons was before Tales from the Crypt. Okay. They made three. They made three on the original, and then they did a remake in the last couple of years with Shannon Elizabeth. Hmm. Not bad. Okay. They're not a bad I think, remake. I think what you're talking about was, was it Demon Knight? Yeah. That's the Tales That's of the Crypt movie right. with Tales from the Crypt. Billy Zane. Tales from the Crypt movies and, were Demon Knight yep. and Bordello of Blood. Yep, yep. yep. Which I enjoy both of them. Yeah. Uh, I like... For different reasons. Yeah, yes. for different reasons. I was actually a huge... I absolutely love Billy Zane as that fucking demon. Yeah. He's a... He's a good actor. I, yeah, he is. To a point, he is. I mean... When, he's, when he stays in his lane, he's a good actor. Yeah, but I, I really, really... Because I was a huge Tales of the Crypt fan. I watched yep. the cartoon. Yeah, me too. I, I yeah, yeah, loved yeah. The, the, the show. HBO, yeah. And I enjoyed the movies, but the Demon Knight was probably my favorite. The one thing I did not like was Jada Pickersmith. <laughs> mm. And she was whatever, but she just didn't do much. Yeah. She was just a she was just a person to keep the story going, I guess. She um, was like this is gonna be a hot button way to say it, but she was kind of a coward the whole movie. I I I don't know. If it wasn't for that flask up, of Jesus blood. Yeah, she didn't put up a fight. Right. That's true. She Ever. really didn't. But and then those creature things that the that came about yeah. were kind of when he just sprinkles his blood. All yeah, they were place. fucking creepy. Have you any of you seen Feast? Yes, I saw the first two, three. I saw three of them. Did I did I borrow them to you or something? Or no, I think okay. I saw them on cable. Because I, I bought the trilogy. Or, uh, I rented them one of the two. Yeah, I bought the yeah, trilogy. I've seen them. I want to say no. No. The first one wasn't bad. The other two, just fucking forget about it. But the, the first, first one, one was wasn't funny. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Uh, it was, it was a stationary film. It was just a stuck in a bar outside of like town or something. But their trailer of the the show or the movie started off with this like something's going on or whatever, and there's something out there in the dark. And then you get this hero that busts in through. He's like, like, oh, who are you? He's like, 
well, I'm the hero of the story. And then like seconds later, a fucking monster comes and grabs him and takes him through the window. And I think his exact line is, I'm the one that's going to save your ass. And then they grab him, pull him out through the window. Yeah. The best part of that movie is the character descriptions that are put on screen for each person that's introduced. Yeah, yeah. And especially when the child's introduced and they say, and underneath it just says, like it says the name, it says, we wouldn't kill a kid, right? Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you borrow it if, if you can't find it anywhere. I have the trilogy. Okay. Uh, they were just kind of ridiculous, but the what creatures was that? Was were that interesting. Matt, was that Matt Damon and uh, ben, Affleck? ben Affleck? They didn't. Did they write that I didn't, no, I, it was, I think they uh, they were producers or executive That's producers. What it was. Okay. I knew they were involved. Yeah, yep. Because mm. that was like their selling point. It's not a very yeah. good movie, but it wasn't terrible no. for what it was. I think they were riding high off that Google hunting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't that old. Maybe it was. I, I actually don't know. A, maybe a year or two after Goodwill Hunting did, didn't it? Yeah, I guess they. Well, good, Goodwill Hunting was in the nineties, right? Yeah, yeah. This was, was much. It? This is much much later than that. This is like Google? late late two thousands. I think this is probably like two thousand nine. No. Anyway, Timmy, <laughs> all these bad movies we're talking about reminded me of a movie called Lawnmower Man. Absolutely, <laughs> hell yeah! That was a that was a Stephen King short story. Was it okay? Which I, had nothing to do with the actual plot of the movie. Not at oh, all. Oh, okay. I didn't know any of the that. The movie is, they basically took the name of the short story and plastered it on this movie. Yeah, who is the, who's the guy? Who's the main guy in Lawn Moore, man? Uh, uh, he's Jeff a bigger Fahey. gentleman. What? Jeff Fahey is the guy that plays uh, Job. Where's he from, though? What's what, he from? Yeah. Isn't he recognizable he's, from something? He's in the movies like uh, Sketch Artist was another movie that he did. Because he plays like a slower. Yeah, he's supposed to be a little slow. Little the... slow, yeah. Yeah, a kind yeah of... he's a, he's a, he's a mentally handicapped man. <clears throat> Not quite like Sling Blade, but close. Right. <clears throat> I don't really know. But yeah, I can't remember the details. But I I remember like in the first one. But I, then they went on to make two or three of them. And uh, yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, because they well, basically essentially the... they basically turned into like a, a experimental cyborgic kind yeah. of AI. Well, yeah, that's Pierce what it was. Brosnan uses virtual reality and like drugs to make Jeff Fahey smarter, and Jeff Fahey gets so smart that he gets telekinetic powers. Yeah, okay. And then he uses the like the weird fucking like virtual reality machine that like that just spins you around in like, a gyroscope. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he uses it to like assault people. I I remember watching him, and I remember not really caring about them. Too much. Did you guys ever watch Shocker? Yeah, I like that's a Wes Craven yes. movie. Yep. Yep. Uh with uh Peter Berg. Uh the guy that made uh, uh Hancock? What? Peter Berg, I believe, made Hancock. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, the Christian Slater movie, the fucking the dudes go to Vegas and kill a hooker. Oh, uh oh, really bad things. Yeah, really, yeah. Yep. Peter something. He's a director very now. Bad very bad things. things. Very yeah. bad thing, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, talked Peter about that Berg's film. Because yep. that was one of the few films I like. Jeremy Piven, I remember Jeremy Piven being in. And I'm like, oh, yeah. he's like nailing a prostitute. Oh my god, he just hung her up, <laughs> right? <laughs> hung her up to dry. Yeah. That was that was a very uh, interesting movie. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, why did I bring that up? Because it's a shocker. Mm-hmm. Shocker. I like shocker. I remember being like, this is silly. This is action packed. This is it had uh, elements of. Uh, uh, oh shit! Freddy Krueger shit in there. Yep. 
Yep. Um, Mitch Mitch Pileggi is the guy that is the shocker. Okay. What's was he and was he lawnmower uh, man? I know too? he was in X Files. Oh yeah. Um, oh, he was like the, the chief. He is. Yeah. <laughs> the bald that guy. guy. He's like the chief. he wears glasses and he's bald. Yeah. I think oh, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. The, more, the guy more on he the plays, side than he plays the smoker. The grandfather in Supernatural. Oh yeah, yes. Okay, okay. That's yeah. Mitch yeah. Okay. But I watched Shocker like two years ago, and it holds. I mean, it's cheesy. It's 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 a good horror movie. I like it. What about? Just kind of. There's so many of those cheesy ones. Any of you guys watched um, like uh, Jack Frost or the Snowman one? Yeah. Uh, I think it's I called mean, I Jack Frost. I never really got it's, into it's Jack those. Frost. Yep. It gets confused with the Michael Keaton movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> trying to think of that one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no. The the horror movie, I didn't watch it. But there was that one. And I remember that one and Uncle Sam okay. coming out around the same time. So maybe so those, that my, that's my answer. I never, those uh, uh, Santa Claus turned evil or Jack Frost turned, you know, they went through like a phase where they turned holiday shit into a fucking oh, horror done movie. Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin, I think, is the only one I've ever that's seen. That's a dope one. I yeah. Uh, they did one with Pinocchio, too. Yeah, and those are the type of movies where I'm like, no thanks. But the Rumpelstiltskin one, I somebody remember Somebody made me watch that because I was such that a was like, decent. fuck these type of movies. And they were like, fuck you, you're wrong. Watch <laughs> this. And yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Uncle Sam, though, is basically <laughs> a... War veteran dies and comes back to life to take revenge on like well I don't remember who, but he comes back dressed as Uncle Sam around Fourth of July. So it's exactly seen, what Jason's talking that. about. That just yeah, it came out right around the same time as Jack Frost. Yeah, they, yeah. they I went think it's made a, by the same company. They went through okay. a period where they just went through all the fucking uh, characters. Yeah. Santa Slay. Yeah, um, there was uh, Goldberg. I, this was probably a little. Uh, what the fuck. Abraham Lincoln zombie killer or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah Abraham yeah, yeah. Lincoln vampire hunter. I have that. Yeah, movie. I've heard that's pretty good. Oh, it's fantastic. It dope. That's years later than movie. the area. I'm yeah, yeah. Area well, I'm the trying. thing about that, that's not real. That's not even considered horror. Uh, that's an action like, movie. Like, yeah, that's an, that's an action. Uh, kind of. It's it, it's so it much bloody? better than you think it is. Let's yeah, put it that way. That's what like, I've heard. Like people people like thought it was ridiculous. So the book was really good. I actually re- like yeah. that writer. He has a. a couple others that he's done but pride and prejudice and zombies yeah that one i didn't and i didn't care for as much but it's sense sense and sensibility and sea monsters that was the book um yeah but the vampire slayer one the the really bizarre thing about that is that he explains a lot of what happened to abraham lincoln in his life (laughs) really and the reason why that guy seth something is his name the writer did the movie too so he wrote his book, and then oh, nice. then he wrote the script to the film. Oh, he got asked to do the script, but he wanted to change things up just a little bit because it's a film. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he got inspired by that, because it was one of the biggest questions he had, is he walked into a Barnes and Noble everywhere across the country when he was doing his book tour for the um, for something, and all he saw at the time was the bicentennial of Abraham Lincoln, like celebration or whatever, and then Twilight. So those like the first two <laughs> things that he saw. When he walked into every bookstore, was there's like you know, just a table full of those two things, and he goes, "Man, Abraham Lincoln would slaughter those fucking vampire people," and that's when he wrote the book for. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's yeah. awesome! So <laughs> I gotta check that out. It's such a good movie. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's actually I've got it. I'll lend it to you if you want it. Yep, I got it too. So Hell yeah. you should be able to find it anywhere. Right. To be honest, you'd like to think that. Um. 
Yeah, those those campier, fucking cheesy ass films. Did you ever see one of the movies? There's a movie that really bothered me called uh, Black Christmas. You ever watch that? That name. No, really I think that's one of those I would I would have prejudged. So I think it came out in like the late 2000s. I, there's two versions, and I'm not even talking about the original. I'm talking about the remake that I watched because I, I didn't see the original. But what bothered me about that film, I thought it was fucking fucked up, was it's basically like about this just shit family kind of, I don't know, just shit family. Like this mom has this young boy who is very abusive or whatever, and you like change him up, chained him up into the attic or something like that. But she ends up wanting to have sex so bad that she rapes her own son gets pregnant, and then chains that child up into... What the fuck? And the crazy part is, is, like, this 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 child kills, uh. kills, like, the mother, and then okay. skins her back and makes cookies. Takes, like, her back skin... With a and, cookie cutter? With, with a cookie cutter, and then bakes it and just eats it. That sounds oddly like Castle Freak. Uh, <laughs> Castle Freak? I don't know. I'm curious about that. There's too much time in their there hands a, in that movie. Right? It was just, it's, it was disturbing. I'm like, oh my well, that's God. fucked up. Made me not like Christmas even more. <laughs> What's that? Any yeah, of that has to do with Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just because it had it was around the season. Yeah, the one I looked up for Black Christmas was about like sorority sisters like banding together against a killer that's killing people on the campus. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> That sounds all right. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds pretty. But if you want to see something that's really fucked up, watch Castle Freak. Castle Freak? Yeah, what's the most fucked up film that you've seen? Horror film, at least. Because it can get fucking pretty fucked up. Oof. I know there... You might feel that one for a second. Yeah? (laughs) I've got a couple that have made me... Like, I have a pretty iron stomach. I don't get queasy off of a lot of shit. But I've had a couple films that have made me queasy. That's really tough... I mean that that fucking last Hellraiser uh, rev- Endgame no Revelations. No, no the Judgment. 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 The, the one, the very last one that came out. It, it's bad, but that shit actually, I had to turn away from the screen. I can't. I don't know, but I'm I I'm a. I hate blunt force deaths. I hate people mm. getting smashed in the head with bats and. And you know, blunt force objects. That shit makes me. I don't get queasy, but I'm just like, stop yeah. it. Why? Oh, I can't imagine somebody that happening to either person, the attack or the, uh, the attacker or the fucking victim. That shit's just gross. Yeah. And then uh, mm-hmm. same with drowning. That shit fucks me up. Watching people drown is like, god damn it. <laughs> Slowly not breathing. I I can see where you were talking about with that last Hellraiser. It is a very disgusting. Yeah situation but i also i thought it was so appropriate um but that illness too like that sickly yellow that they had across that film was didn't help much either just a nasty oozy pussy one of the films type of one of the films i can honestly say is uh that was a little fucked up and made me quite queasy i had a hard time watching was um it's a french film called raw Oh yeah, it was on Netflix, and uh, it's basically about a, a family that this young girl she wants to go to school to be a veterinarian, and her family it's like a, a tradition to go to this school, this vet school. But in France, it's like 
uh, you have to go to an academy for it. It's not like you just can, you know, pass an online test. Like, they take that shit fucking serious. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of traditional. Well, she's a vegetarian. This young girl's a vegetarian. She's been, like, a vegetarian, I guess, all her life. And she goes in there, and then she gets hazed as a freshman. And they make her eat, like, raw rabbit and entrails and stuff like that. And that's, like, the first time she gets a taste of meat. Well, then she starts getting cravings, so she starts trying to eat meat. Well, then she fucking, like... Like, she's trying to, like... Uh, uh, her sister is trying to, like, shave her pubes or whatever like that. Trim her pubes so she can, like, look... Not, like, some weird thing. I don't know. And, like, she, like, kicks her sister with scissors and her sister, like, cuts her finger off and passes out. And she takes her finger to the bathroom and nibs on, like, it's a fucking... Like, a wing. And then she just becomes a cannibal after that. She wants to... Yeah, she, like, kills somebody and eats their brain. Because she's, like, cannibalistically lust now. That film made me fucking queasy. Like, it made me go, ooh. Uh, I had to turn away a little bit. Oh, man, still thinking about it, gonna. Uh. Aram, you got you got one? Oh, I thought we were... Um, so, I think visually what really bothers me is uh, people that are emaciated. Like uh, yep. you know, the people under the stairs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the the actual people under the stairs kind of fucked me up a little bit. Not that they, I just like I don't visually like that look. Like it kind of makes me un- unsettled. Um, Castle Freak is actually another perfect example of that movie. Like when you see it, like he's been stuck in a in a room in a dungeon for years upon years, being fed like scraps. Yep. So like he's super emaciated and like he's running around just all fucked up. Um, like the same thing, I couldn't watch that. Like that scene in Seven, when they find the drug addict, t- like mm. tied to the bed. Yep, that still make like thinking about it makes me queasy. You that know, movie was pretty intense, though. Yeah, I don't know how that was I mean, a like, horror film. That was just a psychological what? thriller. Yeah, oh yeah, I suppose it was a psych, but it was fucking borderline. Yeah, I snuck into yeah, a theater and watched that. It was intense. It's phenomenal. Yeah, but intense. Oh. Yeah, that scene where they find the drug addict who's like, that sloth. Yeah, like. That that whole scene just makes me very uncomfortable. What's that one movie where there's sisters chained and locked in her bedroom because she's like deformed or leopard? Is it is it Pet Cemetery? No. Um. Oh, it's a scene from Pet Cemetery because she's got like scoliosis and like her like back is all twisted. Yeah. Right? Oh, you're talking about the, uh, yeah. the newer one that you get that. Isn't it's yeah. in the original too? Isn't uh, it? It's in the original. It's in the too. original to a point. They don't think it. They, yeah, it's not as bad. Yeah, in this new one, in this new one, they really, I don't know. they really made it fucking intense though. Because oh, okay. then they, she fell down the uh, the dumb waiter. Oh, uh, yeah. And she fell down. No, I think got... that shit just creeped me up when I was a kid because that was my first fucking scare, like, official. Yeah. I can't sleep anymore because I watched that movie. They definitely, in the original, they made her sick in bed and she was just like, Ugh. Yeah, but... That was the creepy one. Yeah. Not, the, not the remake. Yeah. But the remake, they got a little more intense with that one. Yeah, that was all right. I just remember her, like, just showing her in the original like and her, like, twisting her back. Yeah. Yep. It was contorting. She's all fucked up, Yeah. Blech. Yeah, <laughs> Con- contortion things. Do they bother you? Like the ring or yeah, the exorcist and stuff. All that fucking crab walk and like the yeah. lazy Susan neck and fucking yeah, yeah. That shit's a little me. weird. Does mother? I, I can watch Saw and be okay with most of the shit that happens. Like Saw, hearing the bones break doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. 
You know, the only part about Saw that made me uncomfortable was when they throw her in that pit of needles. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that bothered me, but yeah, the rest of the film didn't really bother me. That yeah. needle thing, I don't know why. Why did that bother? It's because needles are just they, they're little they're pokey. pinches, like it, just yeah. a million fucking it, little pin. It was it's torture. Yeah, 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 and it was less about so like uh, a lot of small pains that equal yeah. Death. It was more of like ah, uh, like like ew. yeah. It, it wasn't like a like a grotesque but feeling. And the more, more like a, uh. and the more you move, the more you're gonna get more right? of those fucking pains to the point. That where you're one fucked. is because that one is a little easier to imagine than like the ones where like they're turning your bones till they. Break. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Test, but you can imagine how it feels falling in a pit of needles. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, fuck that man. Yeah. That's right. That was the only time I got really kind of like because uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw it coming too. I'm like, no. But yeah, I was a big fan. When you picked up, I was like, no, 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 Yo. no. <laughs> Uh, oh fuck the uh, have you guys seen um, the hostile movies at all oh uh, the first one I saw the first one I didn't watch any other ones the, the first one didn't do much for me that, Same. other than that time they snipped the guy's Achilles tendon that's that's yep. what I was just about to say there I I don't mind those films like I like Eli Roth I like his dark side because his yeah. Green Inferno films were fantastic or his first film at least he's coming out with a, a sequel but the Green Inferno was oh, really goody. Really fucking good. And that's about cannibalism. I have this weird thing with cannibalisms. Because <laughs> of your porphyria. That's probably true. Oh, yeah. My whole vampire side of me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Special blood. The, uh, the hostile movies were, like, they were they were okay. It was the Achilles tendon, fucking that Achilles tendon scene. Because yeah. they showed Fuck. the whole thing. Yeah, they just they fucking. You watched the fucking <laughs> clippers. <laughs> that bothered me so much. Yeah, it that definitely made me kind of like, oh. My aunt described because she had her Achilles tendon rupture, so basically hers tore instead of being cut, and because it's a tendon, all you feel is like a rubber band, basically getting all the slack pulled back on. Like it just like it unfucking pulls. Ugh, I can't imagine. I can't Holy fucking. Shit. And it's the same way with the the uh, pet cemetery. It's the same thing in the pet cemetery when they fucking like that little kid underneath the the, the bed. <coughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. It's been a hot minute since I've seen it. Yeah, it slices the Achilles tendon in, oh, in the, underneath the yeah. bed. That little little dead child hiding in the bed and fucking just slices the Achilles tendon. Just, yeah. Ah! Right. <laughs> just falls right down. And like that. Right. I mean, you Same can't thing. fucking walk if you don't have an Achilles tendon. Right? But do you guys... Just don't work. Do you guys have... um Like, do you guys have, like, that kind of favorite film that you just like to, like... I don't know go-to let that like those campier ones like that like we've been talking about those kind of non-serious crappy cheesy you know what i'm talking about yeah i mean i probably go with puppet master or leprechaun i mean those are yeah. and they were favorites when i was younger yeah. i still watch them but what, i'm i'm looking more of like the cheesier than those kind of thing oh like toxic avenger kind of cheesy like those those really crappy because I, I honestly think Killer Clowns from Outer Space is one I always go to. Yeah. Like, that kind of low-level, cheesy, like, it's For sure. tough not to take it. I can't it's take it so serious. So. think of that as a horror movie it is. sometimes, too. It is. It absolutely is. It's on the same lines as Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> yep. I can see that. That one, that, that one is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I forgot about that. Especially the sequel. <laughs> or even... Look at, like, Gremlins, for example. True. Yeah. I love Gremlins. I love, I like them both a lot, but I love Gremlins. Yeah. But 
it's hard to take it serious as like a monster film or a horror film. I don't know if it's even considered a horror film, but it has the it has the embodiment of like a horror. Yeah. You know, it has that nuance, like like you you like to say of like a horror film. But it it's hard to take it serious when they're all cute and cuddly. <laughs> right. So side note, so Christopher Lee did the Howling Four. And the person that made the original Howling, I believe, did the Gremlins 2 movie. Well, Christopher Lee's and in that. What? Christopher Lee's in that. Yeah, well, and, that, and that's what I was getting to was Christopher Lee, before he signed, or when he signed on, went and apologized for doing the Howling 4 to the director. <laughs> <laughs> because Howling 4 was such a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> that dude. Christopher Lee, I guess... I guess Christopher Lee didn't like even spending time on set with the other actors. Like, they were so terrible. He's like, I can't fucking hang around you people. <laughs> Coming from a man who played Dracula, and he was in the original uh, Burning Man movie. You mean the Wicker Man? The Wicker Man, thank you. I was like, Burning Man? <laughs> I mean, that's what they did. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um the only reason he did The Howling 4 was because he'd never done a, a werewolf movie. I think I've seen mm-hmm. The Howling. I, I think I've seen the first one. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any of them. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I've seen most of them. Yeah. All right, Jason. And do you, they get worse and worse as they go. Do you, do you have do you have one of those cheese, cheesy, ridiculous... It's been a long time since I've... Like over 10 years since I've went back to something like that. But when I used to, it was uh, Nukem High. Okay, yeah. I, for whatever reason, I figured you were going to say that. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. so. yeah. I mean, nowadays, what I saw a few years ago, Bro Masker Party 3, that shit, <laughs> that shit is just the best of all worlds of cheese. Any of you guys like The Hills Have Eyes? Eh. That's all right. Did you, did you, like, the original or the... It reminded the, me of uh, Texas Chainsaw type shit. Kind of. I mean, I... I, I, I also... When I watched it, I wasn't that captivated, so I could have been judging it wrong. But I only seen it once. I think the Chainsaw Massacre had a very fascinating appeal because it was like backwoods hillbillies. Yeah. But and it's uh, apparently might have happened. It's Ch- Chainsaw was inspired by the story of Ed Gein. Yeah. So Ed Gein yeah. inspired most of that shit. Inspired Psycho, you know. Inspired uh, Chainsaw Massacre. Gotcha. Inspired some. Of the, yeah. So he basically was the inspiration for a lot of that fucked up shit because. Well, he did fucked up he shit. He was fucked up. Yeah, he did a lot of fucked up. He was the inspiration for the uh, Buffalo Bill and the Sons of the Lambs. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's what Ed Gein was. Uh, he was just recycling. Yeah, I mean, if I I there's a book <laughs> called Deviant about Ed Gein, and my God, it was quite interesting. If it wasn't so much that uh, R.C. Bray read it. And I love that guy, and I also am fascinated with those serial killer kind of things. I probably would have uh, not have even wanted to <laughs> learn about him, but he did some fucked up shit. Um, uh, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, so the Texas Chainsaw, uh, they, it has like that fascinating, because like I said, like they're in the middle of like nowhere in Texas. Yeah, and there's nowhere to run. No one's going to hear you. The problem I had with The Hills Have Eyes is they're trying to make it a little bit more believable in the fact that it's in the desert of mm-hmm. a nuke site. 
So it was the old radioactive oh, testing. That's yeah. And there is still radioactive, you know, debris or whatever that's that's you know that's over there. But they're trying to say that like, it's more plausible that people would have survived. And I have a hard time with that. Yeah. They're taking the superhero approach to nuclear material that it, somehow it makes you like. Oh, no, Toxic Avenger strong. did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I mean, I meant in so much like you can survive it and somehow like it'll make you like stronger or whatever. Yeah. And even though it may deform you. And they kind of made him into the whole incestual backwoods hillbilly like wrong turn did. You know, they're like you said, they're recycling a lot of this stuff, but they're just taking one thing after another. And like, I didn't mind the wrong turn film like the first one. I didn't watch any of the other ones. But to me, it was just Chainsaw Massacre meets like the hills have eyes and in the woods and then you have hatchet hatchet was you know is that b-rated whatever but uh kind of the same concept it was like jason Voorhees meets wrong turn <laughs> you know it's like you could just you can always see these like relations in those films and oh yeah and i i don't know a part of me part of me like likes them and doesn't like them like i don't want to like them yeah. or i i'll watch them and then i realize that they're not rewatchable. Yeah, not at all. I don't think I've ever seen Wrong Turn again since the first once. time I saw it. I remember it. liking Me either. it. Yeah. And I think I only watched it because at the time it was a was it Alicia or not Alicia. Uh, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, there you go. I starred in it and I don't know, it was it was kind of intense, but I saw that movie and Soul Survivors simply based on the fact that I kinda had a crush on her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Soul Survivors. I've seen a lot it of horror fine. movies just because of the it was lady like... I was with. Like, <laughs> being in a relationship, like, a lot of getting to know each other, like, it's a part of it is watching horror movies and rom-coms or whatever, so. I don't know. I did <clears> that <throat> shit on my own. <laughs> I don't know. I've been single for quite some time. It's probably why I haven't watched horror movies in quite some time. Well, you've got a list. A list? Yeah, oh, very long oh. list. Not just a horror film. Just since you've met me. Films you should watch. Yes. You have a very long list. All right. Well, uh, I, I don't have much else I want to talk no. about. So yeah. I'm, I've I'm been very really content. Fan. Yeah. I'm kind of fanboy yeah, about this. been good. So. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap that up. So. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah. This is uh, this has been Timothy Bennett. This is Aaron Banyan. Jason Chandler. And we'll catch you later. Happy Halloween. Woo!